The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. So it's been a pretty good day today. I had a good dream last night. I dreamed about the Spice Girls, that we were all back in Spice Girls times. When the Spice Girls was famous, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Friendship lasts forever. Are you kidding me, people? Them's was the days. So I woke up feeling all Fergalicious this morning because of the Spice Girls. And I know Fergalicious come later than the Spice Girls, but without the Spice Girls, there would be no Fergalicious, okay? That's just that's just how it is. So just fight me if you're that upset about what I said about Fergie Ferg. So I woke up and I was having a good day and I drove to work and then it struck me. It struck me we don't live in Spice Girls times no more. So I got a little bit upset and I called my mommy and I said, Mom, I said, I'm upset. And she said, Glenn, think stuff. Why are you upset? And I said, well, Mom, this, it's not Spice Girls times no more. We don't live in Spice Girls times no more, Mom. They don't even play Spice Girls on the radio no more, Mom. And she said, Glenn, think stuff. You are the biggest disappointment ever to me and your father. And that just made me upset. That just made me fluster. And I said, Mom, let me talk to Daddy. And she said, no. He said that he's eating a jar of olives and he does not want to talk to you because you're such a disappointment. And I just got all flustered. I just got all flustered. And I ran it out into the middle of the open field. And I just was crying and I was just weeping. And down from the sky came an alien spacecraft. And these aliens walked down the plank of their alien spacecraft, and I was just still upset about the Spice Girls and not living in Spice Girls times no more. I was really more upset about that than being a disappointment to my mommy and my daddy. But the aliens walked down the plank, and I said, aliens, what do you want? And they said, we're going to abduct you. And I said, I know. That's what aliens do. I mean, I know you're going to abduct me. So they took me onto their alien spacecraft. And they said, well, we're going to perform all kind of experiments on you. And I said, I've heard about this. And those fingers that y'all have, those long alien fingers, don't look like nothing I want to play with. And they say, well, we'll have a safe word. And I, and I said, well, what's the safe word going to be? And then they said, yay! I said, that sounds pretty good, aliens. Let's just go with that. And won't you know it, aliens don't even have ears. They couldn't even hear my blood-curdling screams of the safe word. So they did their experiments on me, and it was not good because those fingers are not comfortable, and it was not okay what happened. So they left me back in the middle of the open field that I was weeping in earlier because the Spice Girls ain't here no more, and they don't play them on the radio or nothing. And so I went straight to urgent care. And they put me in this here adult diaper that I'm sitting in right now. But the good thing about the whole thing is now I have proof that aliens exist. Because now I have this diaper on. So, that's proof. And then I woke up. (laughs) How you guys doing today? Welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. I know. I know. I ain't right. Let's get into it, people. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you doing today? 
I'm doing good. I can't complain. It's been a pretty good day. I'm in a pretty good mood today. I'm not going to lie to you because there's no reason to do that. I hope that everyone listening to this is good. And if you're not good, I hope that I can lift your spirits a little bit by talking about some horrible thing that I'm thinking about. (laughs) Oh, oh well. But if you're new to my podcast, welcome to my podcast. On this podcast, I just talk about things that I think about. And sometimes I joke around. And sometimes I think about things a little bit differently than most people. So hopefully you can enjoy that a little bit or not, but I hope that you do. But I really don't like boundaries. So I figured that if I started a podcast, I'd call it Glenn Think Stuff. So it could I could talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. Um, so let's get into it. All right. So this is something that I've been reading about that just kind of trips me out. It's really, really odd. And I know that there's been a few podcasts here lately where I talk about stuff that's more serious. Now, this isn't quite like when I talked about Ao Kigahara on my last podcast. That's pretty creepy and pretty deep. This is just weird. This is just odd. And I never have heard of this before. But evidently, there is this tribe in New Guinea um, that you can only reach. These people live, it's like a tribe that you can only reach by plane. All right. And it's called the Dani tribe or Dani. I think it's Dani because it's D-A-N-I. So I'm just going to say that's Dani tribe. And now the ritual that they perform that I'm about to talk about, it was actually outlawed in New Guinea. So it was against the law, but it is still believed that they practice it. So, I mean, don't take my word for it. If you really want to know, if you're really scholarly, then look it up yourself because I read a few articles on it. And I got some conflicting information, but it's definitely true information because I saw the people. And this is what happens. All right. When someone close to you dies, this is what they do. If if I'm close to somebody like in my family or somebody close to me, what I'll do is I will cut off part of my finger with an axe I'll tie it off to cut off the circulation and kind of numb it then it will be cut off with an axe and then they'll cauterize the open wound right so you can look up pictures of these people and I mean some of these people that are older it's like they cut off a knuckle every time somebody close to them dies. And some of these people have, their fingers are gone down like they have no knuckles left. Like no knuckles at all left, right? And I read this and I saw pictures of guys, right? I saw pictures of these dudes with no, like a bunch of nubs on their hand. 
And then I read another article that seemed like it was like more legit, like by some university, like a bigger university. And they said that it was women close to the deceased, right? So they do it. The reason they do it is is they tie it off. They use an axe to cut off part of their finger. They cauterize it and then they dry it. They dry it somehow in ashes and they store. It's stored somewhere special, right? And they do that to like gratify themselves, drive away like to gratify not themselves but like the spirits and to drive away spirits it's an expression of pain i guess it is gratifying somewhat to them because i mean it's like a release but man are you kidding me they cut off their fingers when someone else dies how crazy is that now i was thinking about that right and i was thinking about how like totally whacked out that is like just modern day America you know where I grew up where I live now hearing something like that but whenever I hear anything like that I'm just like what and so I started thinking about it and I started thinking about what would that look like in modern day America you know and this is what I came up with what I came up with was that if I knew that was coming and, you know, one of my relatives was sick and, you know, they were not doing well and I was close to them, I think that I would be more worried about having to cut my finger off with an axe <laughs> then I would be upset. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that sounds terrible and that sounds selfish and that sounds horrible. But if, like, you have an old relative, you know, like great Pat McHenry is about to die, you know, or Uncle Bob, but knowing that you had to, like, chop off your finger and you're like, dude, I'm just learning to play guitar, <laughs> you know? What would that look like in modern day America? That's crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about living in a culture that does that kind of a thing. You know, that's crazy. I've never heard of that before. And I've been thinking about that today because I saw something about it on the interweb of knowledge. And I thought that I would share it with you guys. Because, I mean, you're just sitting around your little fire, you know, making some plantain salad or something whatever they eat drinking your coconut milk and you hear that you know a relative died you know so dinner's over get out the axe mama that's crazy i can't believe that that exists in the world but there's all kinds of interesting things like that especially that go with death that that have to do with death death Death, deaf comedy jam that have to do with death. There's weird rituals like all around the world. I was reading about all these different rituals that there are, but that one just caught my eye and I started thinking about it. Just like, what would that be like, you know, to know 
that inevitably, you know, I wasn't making it out with all my fingers. Yeah. I believe I'd have to break off that tribe. But more power to them. So I just thought that was weird and that was crazy. So I thought I'd share it with you. Maybe you don't think that's crazy. Maybe you think that's totally normal in that case. I'm not weird at all to you. (laughs) All right. So before I go any farther this week, I wanted to plug one of my new favorite podcasts that I listen to. And it has been on my playlist and I'm subscribed to it. And I love this podcast. I got mad love for this podcast. It's a podcast called Yeah, No, Yeah. And it's two women, Molly and Katie. And they talk about some crazy stuff. And um, they talk about creepy stuff. They talk about like ghost stuff. And it's really entertaining. And I mean, it's really informative these women do their homework and but i mean they like to laugh and they have good chemistry so it's really an easy listen and it's it's definitely been added to my playlist you know um the last one i listened to was season two episodes 14 and 15 they were about cults it was like a two-part um two-part podcast um, about cults and they talked about Jonestown and it's just insane and y'all guys need to check these ladies out and here's their promo hi I'm Molly and I'm Katie and together we're yeah, yeah no, no yeah. yeah we cover scary stories urban legends why aliens are boring and the true crimes that laid the groundwork for modern folklore we'll also make sure you fear dating tinder and other such websites Tune in. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And on our website, yeahnopodcast.com. Awesome. So check out Yeah No Yeah. It's a great podcast. They have this ability to talk about heavy topics, but they'll be laughing and cutting up. And I'm receptive to people like that. When they were talking about Jim Jones in the two-part podcast that I talked about before the promo... I found that really fascinating because I've heard of Jim Jones, but I really don't didn't know a lot a lot of the details. And I even made my little sister listen to this podcast, and I can't say enough good stuff about them. Subscribe, rate, review, good stuff. Check it out. All right, so moving along. Today, this is something I want to talk about because it's something that Uh, that happened to me today and it is you know something that I've kind of thought about after it happened and I just wanted to talk about a little bit get off my chest I wasn't planning on talking about this but I'm just going to talk about it because I'm thinking about it like right now so today I ran into this guy that I know And we've always been cool. Me and this guy have always been cool. And, I mean, we're not, like, best buddies, but we're, like, pretty good acquaintances. And he doesn't live in the same city or state. I just happened to run into him today while I was out. And, 
as soon as he saw me, came up and, you know, there were the pleasantries. We exchanged pleasantries with each other. I mean, I didn't hug him or kiss him on the mouth or nothing, but we just, hello. So immediately, immediately, this guy launches, well, he tried to get me to engage, but he launched into a political rant, right? And here's the deal. Here's what happened. He just kind of assumed my stances on a lot of stuff. And I really just listened to him, you know. I listened to what he had to say. And then at the end, I mean, he went on and on and on. And at the end, you know, he he was kind of like, making accusations toward me and I was like man slow down I haven't said anything (laughs) like I haven't said I've just been listening to you you know or I might ask him a question midway you know in his round I wasn't just sitting there in silence you know I took a vow of silence but I wasn't giving any opinions about politics to him and I finally told him that you know I'm not gonna argue with you man and I haven't even said anything, you know, and you pretty much attacked me. And he was like, what did I say? And I was like, man, you said this about me and I haven't even said anything. And then he's like, oh, man, I was just joking. And I was like, all right. But I told him that I've kind of come to a place in my life where that's just not my passion. You know, I think that I think that politics and this is my this is my political statement on my podcast. I think that politics are important and I think that we need great minds to talk about things. But the thing that I don't like about politics is the division that it causes with people and I like to see people come together, diverse groups of people come together, you know, and that's why I like to laugh, you know, I like to laugh because that brings people together. I think that you should have beliefs and you should stand up for what you believe for, you know, with passion, but I think that somewhere along the way we've lost like a mutual respect and that's something that I believe and that's something that I'll say on this podcast and I think that being friendly to people and treating each other with respect you know regardless of of you know what you believe and how it may be different from what I believe um no matter what we're talking about I think that being friendly to people is really important And I'm not trashing this guy because some people are just like that. And there's been times in my life where I've gotten wrapped up in things and argued things with people. And I can't think of anybody's mind that I changed about, you know, politics. (laughs) And to me, I would rather have peace. I would rather have peace than be right, you know, or to even feel right. You know, or feel right. You know, like if you if you memorize some statistics and you stump somebody, 
you know, with a statistical fact or a statistical, you know, calculation and you stump somebody in a conversation, that other person doesn't feel very good about themselves. And the only sense of satisfaction is the sense of satisfaction that you would get by kind of making somebody feel stupid. And you might say, well, I'm enlightening them, you know, and I'm helping them. Well, if that's your deal, I'm not judging you. Yeah, I'll listen to you. I I like to listen to people's points of view. You know, I actually do. But I think at the same time, we need to respect each other. and We need to be good to each other. And being right, the older I get, the stupider that I kind of feel, you know, as far as kind of life goes because there's so much you just see that you don't know when you're a teenager you're i know everything but i mean the older you get the more you're like man there's a lot of stuff that i don't know and there's a lot of stuff that you know doesn't matter like being right all the time doesn't i mean what's that gonna get you i'd rather be you know eating a bowl of ice cream and just some smiling from ear to ear and laughing (laughs) (laughs) but that's just something that happened to me today and it just made me think about you know and we even talked about that i brought that up and we talked about that and it ended on a great note i mean there were no hard feelings i don't know if he got off on the fact that he was messing me up you know hitting me with all his knowledge but i feel great i think that i feel better abstaining from that today than if I would have engaged in it and I'm not trashing people and I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna get into to you know I'm no better than anybody but it was just something that I mean I had peace and I didn't get all worked up and flustered (laughs) so you know that's cool that's my stance that's all I'm gonna talk about politics on this podcast because i would just rather say crazy things out of pure ignorance (laughs) but anyway let me talk about honey i shrunk the kids okay because that was a good that was a perfect segue into honey i shrunk the kids so i grew up in the 80s I was born in 81, so my young childhood was spent in the 80s. And I was thinking, I've been thinking about lately, when you have kids, or since I've had kids, I've kind of compared the world in my head a lot to the world that they're growing up in now, like comparing the two worlds. And it's like a totally different world. And, you know, of course... You know, when I was a kid, I think, oh, everything was so original and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I grew up in an awesome time. And I grew up in South Central Florida. And I was trying to think, today, I was trying to think, what's the earliest memory that I have? And the earliest memory that I can really remember is four years old. And I think the Challenger blew up in 86, and I think I was like four and a half. And I remember when that happened, because we saw it in our backyard, and I remember running in and turning on the TV, or my parents turned on the TV and was seeing that, 
because we knew something was wrong, you know, because it just blew up. And uh, I remember that, and I remember some other stuff from from when I was four years old. But um, there was just some cool stuff. I remembered, like, what did I get excited about? What were when I was really young? What made me excited? And I remember I had the sticker book, and I had I put scratch and sniff stickers in it. Remember scratch and sniff stickers? Those were totally cool. Maybe they still have them. I don't think kids. I think kids nowadays just have their iPads and fidget spinners. But scratch and sniff stickers. Those were so awesome, man. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Come on. That was late 80s. I was probably... I think I was 8 years old when that came out. That movie was radical, dude. (laughs) How original was that? I thought that was the greatest. I had a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids birthday. That's how much I like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I had a birthday of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But it's just it's just, I, just the small town vibe. And I talked about that in another podcast. And just running around, you know, and running the streets and not having the parental supervision that kids have today. And it's definitely... I don't know. I, it's got to be worse today. It's, it is worse today. It's got to be. Than when it was when I was young. Even in a small town, I wouldn't just let my kids run the streets, you know, like we used to do. I mean, there were times when we probably could have used a little bit more parental supervision. But that's just the way that it was back then, you know. And you just got into stuff. And I wasn't a bad kid. I was a good kid. I was just curious and mischievous. And, you know, like to get into things. But it's definitely not the same as it used to be. I think that for me, I prefer a small town to a big town just because everybody in a big city, and I've been to plenty of big cities, everybody's breathing all over everybody. And it's just like you're right. You're all squished together. And I've lived in some mid-sized towns, but just the small town vibe, it just seems more friendly and more uh, just kind of more relaxed and not as rushed, you know? Like we're a bunch of total strangers. Like I made 10 total strangers mad in traffic today, you know? I'm just like easy going. So I kind of prefer a smaller town. I got together with a friend of mine, actually from a big city, um, over the weekend. And before he lived in the city that he lives in now, he lived in another big city. But he lives in a big city now, and he was in town. And he was, we met Sunday morning. And I haven't seen this guy in a couple years. And we met Sunday morning, he said, you want to do breakfast? And I was like, man, totally, yeah. And so we got together Sunday morning. I think it was probably 9 o'clock. We met at 9 o'clock to have this big breakfast at a restaurant. And then we hung around and talked for a while. Well, what had happened was the night before, I'd stayed up till probably about 2 a.m. Just messing with podcast stuff like, playing with audio, software, microphones, doing all the stuff, you know, reading, 
watching YouTube videos about how to do this and that. And I ate uh, an entire pizza. It ain't delivery. It's DiGiorno. So I ate this whole pizza at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And then I'm up at 8 o'clock and I'm going to breakfast with this guy. So we had a good breakfast and we cut up and, you know... I mean, it was it was fun. It was fun to see him again. I want to go see him. Um, maybe he'll be on the podcast sometime. The mystery guest. <laughs> but uh, but so we're 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 eating breakfast. I'm drinking all this coffee, and we were talking a while after breakfast. We went outside and talked and just hung out for maybe an hour. And I'm about. I would say 45 minutes from home, 45 minutes to an hour from home. And I can't end this podcast. Man, I came so close without any toilet humor. I came so close, people. (laughs) But I'm going to do it. I'm already in it. I'm in it to win it now, baby. All right, so we're hanging out and we're talking. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no. You know, I got in my car and I stopped at one store I needed to stop at. And I was like, oh, no, you know, this is terrible. And this is, you know, about 11 o'clock Sunday morning. And I was driving and I was like, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. I got to get home. Got to get home. Got to get home. Because I just like familiar territory. You know, I don't want to be in enemy territory when... I am not feeling well, and it's something that needs to happen that is of a personal nature. And so I'm like, oh, man, I'm struggling. You know when you start to sweat? I mean, I'm driving. I have the AC on in my car, and I start to sweat, you know? And I'm, like, panicking because if you're sweating in the air conditioner, you it's it's go time, you know? It's, yeah, something needs to happen. Something's going to transpire in the world. And so I'm like, oh, no, I know, I know. And I'm driving and I'm off my seat. You know, I'm like, oh, every muscle is straining. And I start looking around and I was like, man, I should just stop at that church. It probably has a nice bathroom. And then I'm like, no, man, that's just messed up. You shouldn't even have that thought. That's terrible that you even had that thought. And I barely made it home. And I'm not going to go into details. But I don't know why I told you that story. But I almost made it through this podcast without something like that. And I apologize. Oh, big cities. Yeah, he's from a big city. And I'm from a small town. So that's the moral of the story. (laughs) Well, it was good talking to you guys. This little midweek check-in with you. Um, I'm working on a lot of podcasting stuff and that's what I've been really focusing on lately. I want to make this better. I want to I want to improve, constantly improve. And I think that I slowly am, but I'm really about to make some big changeovers in how I record. So just bear with me because there might be some hiccups, but I really 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 appreciate you listening. That means a lot to me. Um, if you're listening, you know where to find me. Um, but if you listen to podcasts on a different podcasting platform or you find another 
app or platform that you like better than what you're currently using, my podcast is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. So any of those, you can find this podcast on. It's available on all of those platforms. Um, I totally want to, you know answer any questions you have or talk about topics that you want me to talk about. If you want me to think about something, I'll totally think about it and talk about it. I've done it a few times. It's fun. Um, you can drop me an email at Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. No, it's not Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. Here I am giving you like the wrong email address. It's Glenn Thinks Stuff at Yahoo.com. Glenn Thinks Stuff at Yahoo.com. Um, that's the email address. You can also follow me on Twitter at Glenn Think Stuff. Um, the Twitter's cool because I'll tweet out a bunch of different people's podcasts. I've found some really awesome podcasts and I'll tweet stuff out about them. Um, I recently found this podcast that's dedicated to Ernest. Remember Ernest movies? Talk about the 80s. I love Ernest movies. I have like, I bought, I probably have all the Ernest movies are really close. And I found a podcast where they talk about Ernest. It's crazy. There's a podcast for everything. But um, yeah, check out my Twitter at Glenn Thing Stuff. And uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, subscribe. Give me a review. Tell me what you think. Tell me honestly what you think of my podcast. If you have any suggestions or criticism, hit me up. I'm open. I want to do this. You know, I want to be the best that I can be. But uh, hit me up and I'll talk to y'all guys soon.